the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I truly hope is being a blessing to you. It's called transformation and manifestation. Something that God wants to happen in the lives of every one of us who are his. And we should all want it to happen in our lives too. Both transformation and manifestations in the lives of me and you. Transformations that'll cause changes to happen in us that'll make us better people. Transformations that'll cause changes to happen in our lives that'll cause us to live better, more powerful, and more productive lives. And manifestations that'll cause our lives and everybody else's lives who are connected to us to be better too. Since God wants these transformations and manifestations to happen in our lives, then we should not only desire them to happen, but we should do whatever we need to do to help them to happen in the lives of me and you. We need to learn what we need to do so that every single transformation and manifestation that God wants to happen in our lives happens in our lives. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Psalms number 119. See, God's precept shared with us from his word causes us to have something called understanding. Stanza number 97. The psalmist said, Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Why is that? That through thy commandments, hast thou through thy commandments, has made me wiser than mine enemies. For they are even, they are ever with me. I have more understanding than my teachers. For thy testimonies are my meditation. That word understanding right there means to be circumspect and hence intelligent. To be circumspect and hence intelligent. I have, I am more circumspect than my teacher. I have more intelligence than my teachers. Cause God's precepts shared with us from his word causes us to be more circumspect, hence intelligent than our teachers. Stanza number 100. I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. The ancients is talking about the ones who we learned what we learned from. Learn how to do what we do from. And so we have more understanding than our ancients. How you know that? Stands on one-on-one. It's because I have retained, refrained my feet from every evil way that I may keep thy word. I have not departed from thy judgments for they have taught me. See, we got to let this word teach us because it'll teach us how to refrain our feet from evil. Refrain our feet from the evil way. Whereas we'll quit going in the wrong way, doing the wrong things and doing the things we ain't supposed to do 
because that's that that's the understanding that we get that's caused us to have more understanding than the ones that taught me and you. See, everything that we do in life, we were taught from somebody else. I said, every single thing we do in life, we were taught by someone else. You ain't never had an original thought in your mind ever. I said, ever. None of us have. We learned everything that we do from somebody else. Many of us learned it from our parents. We learned it from people that came up before me and you, who lived life before me and you. We watched them and we learned what to do. Y'all ain't never had an original hairdo in your life. Because you saw somebody with that hairdo and you decided you wanted to have it. Whether you went into the hairdresser with a picture on your phone. See this right here? That's what I want you to do with me. They're looking at you like they got a whole different head than you. They got a head that'll handle that. <laughs> you ain't got the head that'll handle that. Hallelujah. But they, ain't, but they need money, so they're like, okay. <laughs> Get the clippers out, praise God. See what we can do. <laughs> Even though if they really loved you, they say, baby, you ain't got the head for that. That's not you. Why they running their hair through your head? See, if I cut your hair as short as you want to, all these big knots and stuff is going to be showing you. Precious, keep your hair. Look, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get it more even curly than it is right now. So that way it hide all them humpty bumps and knots and stuff like that. That's what you really need. But they won't say that because they need some money. So they go ahead and get that jacked up cut that you want. Praise God. Hallelujah. Or you'd be like, could you dye my hair blue on the ends and green on the middle and, and, and red at the top? So I could look like a flag? <laughs> They'd be like, hey, as long as I can charge you three sets of dyes, cause, cause I'm going to have to dye it three different times. <laughs> cause they need the money. Going back to my point. We didn't never have, we, we never had an original thought in our life. Everything we do in life, we learn from somebody else. Some of the stuff we learned from them who taught us what to do and what not to do was not right. Some of the stuff was not right. Seem right, but there's a way to seemeth right unto a man, but the end of other ways of death. Whereas we found out later on down the line, that's not right. Everything we learn isn't right. See, they did what they did. Because of the understanding they had. But God's precept will give us more understanding than the ancients. That is those who taught us what it is that they taught us. Because see they did what they did because they didn't have the understanding. We come back later and we get to understanding. I learned to smoke from my father. I didn't get to understand it. So I learned to smoke. It wasn't until the Bible started teaching me that my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Praise God that I began to understand and that's why I don't do it. I didn't do it because I wasn't, I was told not to. I did it because of the fact that I got understanding now. Does that make sense? So as you get more understanding, it changes your mind about things. So that now you no longer want to do those things because you have understanding behind it now. Does that make sense? They didn't have it. That's why they would do dumb stuff and then end up in dumb stuff later on down the line. And then they brag about the dumb stuff that they into. And then we want to have a life that we can brag about and we go do the dumb things they do too. And then we get on Facebook and brag about how stupid we are. But then thank God for the word. 
Because then the word comes in and transforms our mind, gives us understanding. So we can not just do what we're supposed to do under the premise of obedience, but we do what we do it because of understanding. We have now willingness and obedience and we want to do what's right. See, they didn't understand it. Stance number 100. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your magnificent word. It says, I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. I understand it. So as a result of learning God's precepts, we get a chance to be able to understand more than everybody who taught us the wrong stuff that they taught us. We understand more now. So we no longer do what we was taught because now we're taught by God's word. We have an understanding now. That word understand here means to separate mentally or distinguish. To separate mentally or distinguish. Whereas we can now separate mentally the various possibilities that sit before you and me as the things that could be done by me and you, by you and me. We can separate mentally the difference. Before we just saw an opportunity. We can do. Opportunity. There's a door open for me and you. But now we can think about what we're doing and, and separate mentally whether this is what we should be doing. Which is a very powerful thing. Because that's why Satan can get most of us to keep re-stepping back into that same snare that he laid for us before. Because we still don't have the ability to discern the difference between what we should and should do like we did before. We don't have that ability to discern the difference between the two. Hey, man. So send somebody, so all God Satan has to do is send somebody, somebody your way to rub you the wrong way. And then there you go. Lose your temper, cuss everybody out and go off and bug out on everybody too. And then, and then you, then you get fired and then you talk about what the devil doing. No, devil said, I didn't have to do that one. All I did is just, I, I, I put the thought in you. From that point on, it's been you. And I guarantee you, prayer's got to, this gonna keep happening to you. And the reason why is because you still don't have the ability to discern the difference. But as you learn the precepts and concepts of God, you can now discern what you should do. You'll know when to hold them. You'll know when to fold them. You'll know when to bet and you'll know when to pick, pick up your money and get. You'll know what to do. You'll know what not to do because you can distinguish the difference between the two. Even opportunities that come your way. It'll seem such like a wonderful opportunity before when you didn't know no better. But now that you know better, you're like, nah, I'm going to pass on that one. I'm like, nah, I'm going to pass on that one. But do you see somebody, you always wanted to pastor? They said here, you can pastor this church. You're like, nah, I know better now. I got this, I got, I got, I got the ability to distinguish now. Good opportunities from God opportunities. I can tell the difference between the two. And I can tell which one is me and which one isn't. Are you listening to me up in here? We know how to hold our mouth at the right time. So we don't mess up all the work that we've done along the line. Along the line. We know how to, we know what to do. We know what to do now because we can distinguish the difference. This is a valuable thing that God gives me and you. He wants to make us a person that can tell the difference between what's going on in our lives. So many people can't tell what's going on in life. They can't tell. Man, they couldn't tell the devil if he walked up and bit them on their nose. Couldn't even tell. Just like they can't tell God when he's standing right there looking at them and saying, come on, let me help you. But they can't tell it's him. They run away from him in the opposite direction. Rather than receive his loving correction. But oh, when you get this understanding, we can now distinguish between what we should and should not do. Something that couldn't be done. By, until those of us were taught by what the word says do. See, the people that taught us before, they knew what they knew. That's why they did what they did. But they didn't know what we now know. Because they never allowed God's precepts to change them. Is anybody here 
that know more than your elders. Praise God. Amen. You ain't been studying the word. Because if you've been studying the word, I'm talking about the elders of many of the people that you was raised under, grew up under, the people that taught you in schools that you was under, people that taught you on them jobs that you was under. Some of y'all got on a job and they taught you how not to do the work that you do. I mean, when I, my wife, I remember when I first got to this one job, praise God, I was working for this bank, praise God, and was on my way in an upward mobility, praise God, you know, because they had recognized my brilliance and, and my ability. And plus, I was black, praise God, because back then, praise God, you know, uh, um, uh, affirmative action was just kicking in, praise God. So I was not only smart, but I was black. I was black. I, I was blacker than most people that came through the door, praise God. And so I, they, I was going to automatically get as long as I could act it right. I was going to get I was going to get me some promotions. Praise God. <laughs> but I remember I got a chance to go work in this public utility. Praise God. I remember my brother used to work over there. My brother Bernard, two years, three months, 27 days older than me. He was working over there. He kept telling me, he said, boy, you want to come over here and work. And I'm like, I'm, look at where I am, you know, looking across downtown Detroit and one of the upper floors and stuff like that. And I'm, what do you mean? You know, so he said, man, just come on, just come on. So I was, just to shut him up, I went and took an interview. Praise God. Took an interview over there and they was offering me this bottom level job. Praise God. This entry level job, you know, insulting me, asking me, do I do this and that? And I'm thinking like, man, you know, and then they said, well, you know, we, we, we looking at your resume and we, we see that you could do so much more and we apologize that this is all we can offer you for right now. But, but we, 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 we promote from within. So if you just take a job in here, with this resume that you got and your background, praise God, then we, you get promoted fast in this place. He says, so, I, he says, so, we, you know, would you, would you be willing to take this job? I said, well, how much you pay? My man told me how much it was paid. It was almost two and a half times what I was paying, getting paid in this big, huge job that I had over in this other place. I was a fool, you know, you know, you know, cause you, I was taught you don't jump at it. I said, well, you know, do I have time to think about it, you know? He said, yeah, go take a couple of days to think about it. Man, by the time he told me the dollar amount, I had already decided this is the job that I'm taking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, I took the job, praise God, got up in the middle of there. All I knew was hard work because, you know, I learned my work ethic from my father. All I learned was hard work. I knew hard work. Then we worked at jobs like McDonald's when I was growing up, praise God. I had my own business first, and then I worked at McDonald's, praise God. Hey, working at McDonald's, well, you worked hard for your money. That little dollar sixty-five an hour, praise God, you worked hard. You sweated out that little that little sailor cap all the time, praise God, amen. Because folk was eating them hamburgers back then, praise God. Hallelujah. You'd you be like, you'd be, you be frying the heck out of them hamburgers, praise God, and throwing them and stuff like that, and we'd be having a ball, you know. Anyway, long story short, so when I got to this new job, I went back in the department and started working with these guys. And, 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 and they came and told me point blank. They said, man, what are you doing? I said, I'm working. What you mean, what am I doing? They said, man, you, you, you're working too fast. You're working too hard. He said, you need to slow up and don't be doing all of this. I'm like, what you talking about, man? They said, man, we got a good thing here, man. They don't know. They think it take this long to get all this done. Just, just slow your roll, man. Just slow your roll. So I was trying to learn how to slow down because I was taught by the people before me how to be less productive. Praise God. I remember, you know, they did a study one time just to be able to determine whether we needed more personnel or less personnel. And they, the guy came down and separated all of us before we could even talk and told us, he said, I need you to tell me how long does it take to get this specific job done? I thought, oh, man, I'm about to mess this up because it was only about 20 minute job. So I just said, well, maybe, you know, and 
He said, don't, you can't look at anybody. He sat there and looked at us. We couldn't look at each other so we could know signs or nothing. So everybody wrote down what it is they thought. Guy went back up to the front, sat down. Saw him look through the papers. And they was walking. I said, man, what'd you say? What'd you say? The guy looked up. And then he jumped up. He said, Pearson, come here. I was like, oh, man, I messed up. Went up there to the front and said, yes, sir. He said, I don't think you understood my question. I said, how long does it take to get this job done? And so they said, man, don't say nothing. I said, what did I write down? He said, you told me what I wrote down. I said, that's it. He said, I can't use yours. You don't even know what you're talking about. And I, he just balled it up and threw it over to the side. So I went back and I said to my boys, I said, man, what, what y'all say? And for that 15-minute job, they put down there three hours. I stretched it, said 45 minutes. He told me, I didn't know what I'm talking about. Long story short. So that was a new way I learned how to work in that particular environment because my elders taught me how to be non-productive, taught me how to waste time, taught me how to how to, how to steal from the, from my employers. Taught me everything about that too. It wasn't until I met the Lord working in that same company that I changed from a horrible employee to a good employee. Because then I went back to doing all things as under God, not as under man. What I service. Because now I had more understanding than my elders. The people who came before me. Because the people that come before you teach you wrong things. But God's gonna straighten out your thinking to change you in the right things. I'm trying to teach up in here. So I'm going to ask that question one more time. How many people since you've learned the word of God have gotten more understanding than the elders? Okay, you're starting to get my point. Praise God. Because the word of God will teach you what's right. It'll teach you how you're supposed to do it. That regardless of what everybody else is doing, you're going to learn to do what you're supposed to do. And how, regardless of what everybody else is li- how they live in, you're going to learn how you're supposed to live. And you're going to live it with consistency because you're doing it with understanding which will change you into a different man, separate you from everybody else that you're supposed to. Does that make sense to anybody? What'd you say, young lady? He said, you'll stand out. Absolutely, because that's what God wants you to do. I want you to blend in with everybody else. He's trying to raise up a people who stand out from everybody else. But it's going to be through understanding. See, the precepts that God teaches us through his word will change us from being the person who did what we did into the person who now does the things that he wants us to do. The way he wants us to do. Go to stanza number 119, stanza number 103. Go down to stanza number 103. The psalmist said, how sweet are thy words unto thy, my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Why is that, young man? Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every evil way. Notice, therefore I hate e- every evil way. See, knowing God's precepts shared with us, will cause us to be a people now hate false ways. Not, not no, you shouldn't do them, but still do them. But hate them. That word hate right there means to hate personally, where it becomes personal to you about doing those things that you used to do. And it also translates hate utterly. Hate utterly, which means you hate the heck out of it. Whereas this ain't stuff that you know you ain't supposed to do and you're trying hard not to do, but you really, really want to do, but you know you shouldn't do. And that's why you still find yourself doing. But you'll hate it Utterly. Hate it utterly. When you hate something utterly, you ain't gonna have nothing to do with it. Somebody tell me a food they hate utterly. Hands please. Somebody tell me a food they hate utterly. Yes ma'am, speak loud and clear. Okra. When was the last time you had okra? Never. How you know you hate it then? Praise God. When you was around five, praise God. So she ain't had okra in about 15, 20 years. 
Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Blessed be the name of the Most High God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because when you hate something, you won't get nowhere near it. And God wants us to get, and you don't, go on rhyme, girl. And she said, you don't even want to hear it. Praise God. That's what God wants to do is transform us into a people that hate the things that he wants us to hate. Right now, he got a church that loves what he hates, or at least likes what he hates, prefers what he hates. But they try their best not to get caught doing or being involved with what he hates. But that don't want he want. When he see everything, he still see what you're doing. He still see how you're acting. And then later on down the line, you're like, oh, I don't understand why I keep doing this. And then you go get you some jacked up grace teaching and stuff like that. And they, they're not even supposed to tell you not to do that anyway, because it doesn't matter. They're just speaking law. Shut up, stupid. God wants us to, to be transformed by his word. Just because God didn't hold it against you when he got you don't mean he expects you to continue to do the stuff you used to do. Imagine if that imaginary person right there was 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 hanging out with that cheating imaginary person right there. That was a philanderer. And they just hanging out with everybody they ain't supposed to. Even while they sitting there telling that person to them, they being true. But imagine if that person still receives them and they say, okay, you receive me. Just you just receive me for who I am. And I apologize. I'm sorry I hurt you. It's okay. I forgive you. They're expecting this other one to change at some point in time. Not go out and keep doing the same thing they was doing, telling them that they love them. And God says, I expect some change to happen in my people too. Because remember, this is keeping you from getting all that God has in store for you. This is blocking you from being able to live the God kind of life that he instills for you. So Satan is the one that's orchestrating you doing something different than what God wants you to do. So we don't cooperate with the devil. We cooperate with God and allow him to transform us so that he can be able to cause the things that happen in our life that he want to do. The reason why we become a person who personally and utterly hates every false way is because we're a person whose God's precepts gives us understanding. It'll give us understanding. Stanza number 105 says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Notice this is a lamp unto my feet. It'll show me exactly where I'm standing and it'll be a light unto my pathway to show me the next step that I'm about to make. Now, some of us have been walking through life with no understanding in life. That's why we keep stepping in stuff, putting our foot in the middle of stuff. We're stepping in traps that the devil is setting for me and you. We're walking in the snares and falling in the holes that he's placed out for me and you. We're like, I didn't understand this was going to happen. That's because you didn't, you couldn't see where you was walking. You couldn't see clearly what you was doing. You just dodi do walking around just doing what you think is okay. But you're actually walking in the way that Satan is set up for you to be able to fall through and get jacked up on another day. But God's word will be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway. It'll show you where you stand in. You'll be, you'll be like Indiana Jones. Praise God. Fell in a pit. Then lifted up a lamp and saw it with snakes everywhere. Praise God. And then you, you'll find out that you're sitting in a pit with snakes everywhere. All these people that you thought was your friends that you're trying to protect and keep as your friends. But God will raise up a, he'll raise up a lamp and show you that those is snakes. That you shouldn't even be around. So that you can hurry up and get the heck away from them snakes. Because some of us are trying to protect the friendships that we have. But God will lift up the light of what friendship really is and show you that ain't your friends. Is anybody hearing me up in here? You'll find out, praise God, that the very next step is down. If you take one more step, it's down. He'll show it to you so that you don't take that step, but you'll go around and be able to avoid it like you're supposed to. That's why go down to stanza number 110. Stanza number 110 says, the wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. He didn't err. Now that's important 
because the wicked is trying to jack you. That's why he's laying snares for you. But the psalmist here is bragging about the fact, but I didn't err from your precepts because his precepts gave him clarity and understanding of what he should do, what his next step is and how he should live like he ought to. What the word will do is give you the ability to sidestep the snare of Satan everywhere he lays it. Because when you're walking without the understanding that comes from his precepts, you're just walking. You don't even know what's happening and what's in front of you too. But then his word becomes a lamp into your feet and a light into your pathway to show you the very next step. And you can see, oh, that's a trap. And then you can walk around it. Praise God and make sure that you're walking in good ground. And then you can walk around and then you can keep moving in the direction that you're supposed to. And Satan will be thinking like, dang, I used to could stop him with that same thing every time. But now they're getting around it every time. What's the difference between them now and them then? It's the fact that they now got God's precepts within. He's given them understanding of what they should do and what they shouldn't do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing that is true. There really are transformations and manifestations that God wants to happen in the lives of me and you. Transformations and manifestations that will happen if we cooperate with Him so that He can cause them to happen for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service that'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So, if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing world we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.